Wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Proverbs 4 and 5. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the She Prays and Believes podcast. I am Constance Leah Jones, your host. Background music appreciation goes to Philip and Winona's Retreating. Join me and my guests monthly as we share and talk about praying and believing God and relationship with him. This month, I had the pleasure to talk with Diane Jones. We're not related, but we both married some great Jones men. Diane is such a blessing and a gift to the body of Christ. She's a woman of wisdom, and I know you're going to be blessed as you listen to what God is saying through her. This podcast, we also highlight the story of Ruth, the woman who left all to follow God. All right, let's get into it. All right, welcome to the She Prays and Believes podcast, Diane. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to have you on. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me today. I am happy to be on. (laughs) All right. So we're going to just get into some of the questions I have. Um, So your story, what is your story? How how did you become a follower of Christ? Um, I became a follower of Christ, um, oh, as a child um, from my mother, um, uh, by taking us to church and introducing us uh, to God. And so as growing up, um, I always, for some reason, had that deep burning inside of me as far as loving, you know, always wanted to be at church mm-hmm. and go to church, not understanding why until now um, that God had a calling on my life. And it, no matter if I was saved or not saved, I still had that respect for God, for his house. And it just seems like as I was growing, um, it just made my faith more uh, stronger trying to serve him. And I just love to go to church. So I just, you know, it just started as a child and as I, you know, just the development. And I didn't, I just didn't take it like a, a game. But when it came to church, I respected God's house. Amen. That's awesome. I just love how, you know, when God, you know, he deals with us in our youth. <laughs> and I yes. have testimony too, just how he deals with us in our youth and draws us as, as a youth, like you were saying about you were going to church and you just had a desire to continue to go and just being drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the power of prayer, um, when did you first come to understand the power of prayer? Wow. I'll begin to start, oh, the power of prayer is when you are going through something and you felt like 
there was, you just didn't know how you was going to get out of the situation or, you know, you faced with so much and you know that in this walk, um, we know that once we have accepted Christ in our lives, uh, that don't change us from going through the natural things of life, the physical mm-hmm. things of life, you know, as well as the spiritual side of it. But God showed me that in spite of what you go through, we still got to go through some trials and tribulations. And mm-hmm. when we go through those trials and tribulations, who are you going to depend on? And who are you going to trust, man, or are you going to trust God? And God is so good that in spite of what we feel or think, he shows out. <laughs> and he yeah. begins to work those things out. And the next thing you know, after you can get all that worrying and, and trying to figure out how you're going to do this to get out of this, and all he just says, sit back. And let me do the heal and let me be the one who takes care of your needs. And and as I think you know, as you grow, I just see him more and more how he just come through. But then I have to realize that he's a right on time God. Even though sometimes we feel like it needs to happen right away. Sometimes um it might not happen right away because it's for our growth. And if you don't have growth, you're not going to respect what God can really offer you because you're going to always doubt him. And I just feel like once you really build a re- true relationship with God, those different uh, phases of your prayer life begin to develop. And in your prayer life, you've got to remember that you have to have a relationship and and when you have that relationship with God, then that development of our faith begins to build. And I under, I realize that in our faith walk, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's a it's day by day stage. And you start at the bottom just like a baby. Mm-hmm. And when that baby is uh you know, start walking when, you know, they are infant, but it's a stage they have to go through, and they have to go through the crawling stage, the walking stage, and when, let's back that up, and when they crawling, Mm -hmm. then they begin to pull up, and as they pulling up and realize now I can make another step, that's the same way in our walk with God, in our faith walk, and so our faith walk is a development that is on different levels. And I think once we realize that, I don't care how long we've been in this, mm-hmm. our, it's so many different uh, things that happen in our lives naturally. And as your trials, <laughs> you get trial, different trials every time. Some of them might be minute, but some might be here, be harder. But he says, but I got to take you higher to make sure and to build you more. You can't just stay there. You got to still grow. And this is how you know if you're really growing because how you face your life situations, Amen. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. I like how you brought that out about 
our walk with God is, is a process, kind of is a developmental process, and we continue to grow if we desire to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like how you said about just the different stages. We start out, you know, as a babe crawling, and then as we go through different things, as we gain more experience with God, then our faith grows and our prayer life grows. So that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And then you brought about, you know, just about that relationship, you know, and mm-hmm. that's where, you know, to me, that's where it's at. He wants relationship with us. Yeah. Because you know what happens? A lot of times we think we have a relationship with God and we get confused a lot of times. And sometimes you will find out if you really have a relationship with God because it's, it tells off on us a lot of times because even in our prayer life, um, a lot of times you have to ask yourself, in my prayer life, am I, do I really have a prayer life? Or if my prayer life is just there when I'm in the need, when I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times if we, we, find our, we find people sometimes just don't give him enough time because when you really have that relationship with God, you're going to do all you can to show him how much you love him. And I think even in, um, I look at it with the relationship, before you can really draw a true relationship with God, you got to have a willing spirit and being with that willing spirit to be obedient. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times we have problems being obedient to God, his commandments, his laws, and the aspects of how he really wants us to walk mm-hmm. in this journey. And I think once you really get a true understanding what your purpose is in your walk with him, you then begin to really develop a lot of things in that true relationship with God because then when you really have that relationship, I think that's when your prayer life becomes stronger and you don't begin to really have doubt. I got to the point to where uh, I can't say I was there back then, but as you get older in life, I begin to see the more growth and begin to see how do my prayer, when you really pray, you're seeing how God really come through and really open the door more and more and shutting doors when you thought they couldn't be shut. And so when you experience and see how God really blesses you. A lot of people say, well, I get blessed, and I really don't serve him. But you have to remember, I was like, you know what? I said, we serve a mighty God, a good God, a yeah. God that blesses those. He blesses those just that serve the- him as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you getting by, but just, just because of his love and kindness and his mercy that he has for each of his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves everyone. He doesn't wish anyone yeah. to perish. And he opens up the way for all of us to have relationship with him. And yes. I, and I think, you know, you know, like you had mentioned, too, you know, about being obedient, our relationship with God, um, he requires obedience. You know, that scripture it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yes. And, um yeah, it just I was just reminded about that when you when you shared that about being obedient and what God requires, you know, 
And we can look at all of our relationships. And, you know, there's different requirements, different um, relationships that we have, you know, different expectations and different relationships. But with God, he also has expectations. And he also, you know, is, you know he has a, um, a design for us uh, laid out in his word for us to follow. So, and it's for our good. <laughs> That's the beauty. Yes. <laughs> it's not to harm us or, you know, but it's for our good. So I, that's what I love about him. <laughs> so, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, so as we have been talking and um, as the podcast this year, we've been focusing on um, highlighting another woman's story in the Bible. And um, you had selected Ruth to talk about today. So, <laughs> but what, right before we go into that, I do want to, uh, for you to share a little bit about um, ministry life. And so I know you're in the ministry and been serving in ministry uh, for a while. And so what did that look like, that call, you know, when you progressed from, you know, before you accepted the call and now, if you can share. Uh, oh, wow. Ooh, the ministry. Um, you have to really love God. <laughs> And I'm telling you, ministry, uh, you know, you think you have a job after you go to work every day, but I tell you, um, in ministry, it's a job, a job that I love um, serving God. And um, I tell you, um, the Lord has really blessed me in the ministry um, I can say that I didn't even think I would be where I'm at now um, because I sort of was running away from it, and I never dreamed that where I'm at today that I would be there, and I knew it was nothing but God. And I that's that true saying, when God has a calling on your life, I don't care how much running you do, you're going to end up back where you're supposed to be so he can use you so that you can be that vessel uh, for others. And so in the ministry, I can say that the Lord had blessed me um, to um, get my license as a missionary, uh, event, you know, as a missionary, and I was, people were always saying, Oh, you're gonna be a missionary. You should go get your license. God didn't tell me to go get no license. You know, you know how people be trying to push you and push you. Yeah. And I was like, well, he might have been talking to you, but he wasn't talking to me. Oh, yeah. And and I'm one of them. If I don't hear this voice telling me that, I'm not gonna jump because you saying it. Uh, I said he has to be the one who tell me. Mm-hmm. And I thank God that I have that I had that type of a, a mind because a lot of times we so quick to jump into something and it might not be your time. Mm-hmm. And so and so when that time did come, the Lord did bless me and I did get my license um, in uh, 1993. And before I even got my license, I was really working in the church. And I thank God for the foundation that I had, that I grew up in the church. And it's been 64 years for me, in the ch- uh, 64 years. 
and that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I then had uh, my license for about 30-some years okay. out of those 64 years. But um, with the ministry, the Lord had blessed me to be able to work in the women's department, uh, being a president over the local, uh, the district uh, departments, as well as working on the state level. Um, You know, I became the district missionary, and now I also now is assistant to, with my supervisor, the supervisor of our jurisdiction. So the Lord has blessed me tremendously in the ministry uh, because my love for the women and my concern because the the devil is so busy and I tell you he is really trying to destroy the young ladies, the women, mm-hmm. the body. But he but God is looking for those who's gonna be strong and spread his words to be a help to those who are in need. And so with the ministry um, I thank God that um, he gave me the opportunity to serve in different areas in the church for my growth. And, it, you know, it's not about your titles or whatever, but it doesn't matter if you're an usher, I usher. And a lot of people say, you're a missionary. That doesn't mean anything. I feel like everybody is a missionary because it is our job to uh, go out and compel those. So it, they don't have anything to do with your titles. Whatever your hands find to do, you do it, and God will reward you. And so I, I just believe that with everything in my life today, the Lord has been just stepping in and showing me what how he wants me to do it. I don't get ahead of him. And because I stay just straight in there with him, you know, he just continues to just bless me. And so I don't take that uh, for granted. And I I love the work. I love uh, what I do. Uh, You know how sometimes families say, you're doing too much. But I said, I'm running for my life. And whatever I see that needs to be done, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it for to get a pat on my back because I realize you can pat me on my back all day long. But my greatest reward is when God says to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. So I'm not doing it to just to be seen, but I'm doing it to glorify the Lord. Amen. Amen. So good. He gets all the glory. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, too, that, you know, as we, as we um, continue in our walk with the Lord, it's like the more we God reveals himself to us and just we see his love. The more you want to um, be a vessel for him to work through and, and um, to, to reach others so that they can know him too. Uh, yeah. Amen. So as I was saying too, so we talked about, um, you know, just touched on the story of Ruth. You had selected Ruth as a woman to highlight for this podcast, and um, <laughs> so what? Why? Why Ruth? <laughs> why, <laughs> what's about her story that I guess that resonates with you, or um, Ruth um, was a woman that a lot of times we probably wouldn't even look 
at Ruth because of her adventure, her uh, what she had to go through. I think Ruth, um, if you want to look at it, I looked at it as a woman um, showing other women, especially young women, um, I can say young or old, mid-age or whatever, but it was about Ruth shows strength, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we go through a lot of things and we don't realize why we going through what we going through, but God knows why. And I've seen in Ruth where here she lost, you know, her husband mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, then another husband, you know, different ones. And then they, you know, she's still stuck with her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And by her sticking with her mother-in-law, it shows where her love w- was for her mother-in-law, even though her husband was gone. And a lot of times we have to look beyond what was what is being said in in the verses because it takes us you as a woman it takes us to another side how do I look like um, do I give up do I just step aside uh, but when you see another strong woman because here the mother-in-law not just she lost her husband and here she lost her son mm-hmm. and that's a hurt you don't know what a person's going through unless you experience it. I never experienced that, but I put myself in this okay. in the verses mm-hmm. and to see how would I feel. And I said, I know I would be hurt and it would be painful. But here, Naomi was a strong mother setting an example. And and I think Ruth seen that in her mother-in-law, and that made her want to follow her. And a lot of times it's good for us to find someone that we can follow when we are going through something mentally um, or physically. And Ruth had characteristics in her, just like we have characteristics in us. And it shows that Ruth had virtue of godliness, purity, humility, honest, and she was very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And and as we know her story, you know her she wasn't from that country or whatever, and she was really sort of what people would look at as an outcast because she wasn't one of them. And, and just like today. Mm-hmm. Some people make us feel like we are outcasts because we're not like them. But we don't have to be like them because God made us who he wants us to be. And we got to know who we are. And no matter what people think or what people feel, but you have to build yourself up, build yourself esteem up. You got to be able to make a stand and work for and and having that pure heart and that pure mind of what God expects of you. 
And at Ruth, it, it seems like it might be funny, but Ruth sold all of that in spite of. And it didn't matter, you know, as her and her mother-in-law going through their journey. And she and then they out in the yeah, in the field. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't want to work hard at what, you know, sometimes we got to work hard at what we want, but not lose our identity. Does that make sense? Our integrity, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So she did that. And I just, I was just seeing, um, I heard someone was on a woman, we had a women's day service. And mm-hmm. it was like when I gave you that, um, I didn't know some uh, someone else was going to be speaking on Ruth. And I thought, okay, Lord, so that's really confirmation. So I'm not too off, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we hear the story more from the male aspect of uh, after you read the book of Ruth and how they think or, you know, but then with the young woman that was speaking on Ruth and giving her interpretation of how she seen it and she broke it down, it was so powerful. Okay. And I was like, wow. Because, you know, a lot of times you don't have to sell yourself short. You don't have to do anything to put a be scarred up because you getting trying to get something, you know? But as long as you do what you supposed to do and you do it with integrity, like you said, you don't have to sell yourself out because God is going to give you that increase. God is going to shower you down with what you need. Mm-hmm. And in this story that exactly what happened to Ruth mm-hmm. with her Boaz. So she got her Boaz, and I don't think at that time she was really worried about being married at that time, but I think she was more too kind of be there for her mother-in-law, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. because of what she was doing and what she stood for, God showed that in the eyes of Boaz, and he began to see something in her. She was different. That's how God wants us to be as be different. And and because she stood out like a light. All right. He began to watch her and he began to see that she didn't change. And you know, and that's what I began to look at that. I was like, Okay. Right. You know, how so I was like Okay, that's good. And um, and then, you know, after seeing all of that, he began to make provision for. Her. So in other words, he made provision for. Sometimes we might be thinking we're struggling, but in our struggle, God got a plan. Yes, all right. <laughs> so this is what I was just getting out of this. It's just little nuggets you got to pull out. It's not so much uh, I look at no, I haven't experienced A, B, C, D that she experienced, but I have experienced where I can have virtue. I can be godly. I can be pure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's this little key things 
you pull out of it. And so by pulling those little nuggets out, you can begin to see God examining and showing others. And this is how God began to open those doors and begin to just pour, like I said earlier, pouring those blessings down on you because you have to make a stand and not selling yourself cheap because you got to realize that you are a queen and that you are somebody and that you are a child of God and that you are going to wait on him and let him bless you the way he wants to bless you and giving you the desire of your heart. And because she did what she did, God did exactly that and blessed her with Boaz. Mm -hmm. And then now you can say, do I have a Boaz in my life? I can say, yes, I do. Because (laughs) I thank God how he um, blessed me 39 years with a good man. It could have, I mean, it could have been someone else because I'm not going to say he was the, the first man in my life, but he wasn't. But a lot of times when we think this person is for me, but God, he comes right on time and says, no, no, and then he shows you. A lot of times we don't want to wait on God and we just jump, but he let us know, be patient, you know, wait on me, and I will bless you. And and I began, you know, it was like, yeah, I've been engaged uh, a couple times, but God, even though I was engaged, but God showed me, not that it was bad men, but there was things in them that wasn't for me that wasn't going to line up in my walk with him. You, you understand what I'm saying? And because, mm-hmm, and because of that, he took me all the way to California to meet my husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Now I didn't know. The, I didn't go to California to to find a, you know, wow. for a husband. But I went for other reasons. But then, and I guess in God's plan, He had something else different for me. And I, and then behold, uh, I met my husband, and I said, "Oh God, thank you." <laughs> and uh, Yes, and he he's a good man, uh, a good father, uh, and I thank God we both walking together in Christ in harmony, um, you know. So I can really call him my boss because I can say he seen me and I wasn't seeing him, but he seen something in me. So I just think a lot of times as women of God, we have to build our self esteem and look up and sometimes look in the mirror. Quit pulling ourselves, tearing ourselves down, and think we got to sell it for less when we don't have to. So that's why I picked Ruth. Okay. Because I've seen a lot in Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that will help us. We don't have to settle for less. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm just excited for other people to hear <laughs> the wisdom that you're sharing and the nuggets that you're just uh given us on today, you know, about being a godly woman, waiting on the Lord, and having that strength of character uh, like we see in Ruth. And um, so, yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) 
for sharing that and um, mm-hmm. yeah, encouraging women, you know, um, to continue to walk with the Lord and to build that relationship with God first and foremost and then allowing God to bring into our lives what he has because he does have a plan. <laughs> he does have He a plan. definitely. <laughs> he has that, you know, he has that uh, that blueprint, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times we can't see that. And that's why, again, going back where your importance of our prayer life, mm-hmm. you know, that is so important because whatever, like, again, like I said, whatever our, your desire is, you got to believe it and claim it, uh, you know, speak it in the air, whatever you want from God, and if you believe it, just receive it, and 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 I really believe that. Uh, <clears throat> whatever you want from Him, uh, don't hold back. Just accept it and say, "It is so." You know, I have a saying: "It is so," and 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 it's it's going to come to pass. When I don't know, but I know it's coming because He don't lie, and so because I know He don't lie. It's come. I don't care if it's five, ten years down the road. I'm still going to wait on it, you oh, know. And right. so he is so wonderful. And I just think that we as uh, women, I'm sorry, I'm probably speaking more. I, I might be out of no, you're fine. your area of uh, contest or whatever. But um, it's just I really – I really, really love to really help when it comes to women, the the young old men, because we all go through something, mm-hmm. and and I just it's just um, I might not experience everything, but you have those who have experienced, and we are here to be a help to one another, you know. So whatever I have experienced, I can share it with you and say, hey, and this is how God got me out of it. If your situation might not be the same, but it's kind of on the same line, but still through it all, we can get through it. And I just think that's the same way how Ruth was going through. And imagine in her mind, she just felt she was by herself. And a lot of times we might feel we by ourselves, but we not because she has somebody for us. Uh, You know, a lot of times it might not be, uh, uh, sometimes we think it might be this person or whatever, but sometimes he'll send somebody just to be that person to hold your your armor bearer to hold you up, <laughs> you know. And and I think we have to recognize that and believe that. Amen. Just like Naomi was to Ruth. Yes. That example. That armor bearer. Yes. And, and I mean, I could have picked it, huh? You were saying, you know, she shouldered, you know, shouldered those, shouldered some things, and just having that person, you know, that she looked up to, because obviously Naomi made an impact on her life for her to give up yeah. her God. She served another God, and so the Moabites, you know, they yes. were different, different people, but she saw something in Naomi and wanted to follow 
you know, was passionate about. I'm going to follow you. Your God going to be my God, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, powerful example. And like you said, just how God will bring people or we can, you know, identify people um, that God will allow us to, um, you know, receive from, you know, that they can impart revelation or wisdom or counsel. Yeah. To us. Amen. Yeah, because yeah, because we have to be careful. Because, like I said, the enemy <clears throat> he knows what um, he knows us too, and he knows. And so, this is why it's so important that we know who we are as well, and that we don't get to the frame of mind of trying to serve the little God, but God. That we have to serve one God because he's a jealous God. And because he is a jealous God, we have to remember that we are, we serve him. And don't let whatever our little gods take control of us because we don't want those little gods destroy what God is trying to do in our lives. A lot mm-hmm. of times we try to hold on to things of life and thinking that what we're holding on in life is our strength. And it's not, not when it's not positive. But we have to hold on to God's unchanging hands. And we got to realize that he has what we need to feed us, to build us. And so we have to recognize that we have to want to serve him no matter what we go through. It's like if we get knocked, just like when a person is in a boxing ring, and mm-hmm. they fighting because one trying to win, and, you know, and the other one trying to win. But somebody ain't going to – one person ain't going to win. Somebody going to get knocked down. Yeah. And so you in that ring, but that's how you got to be in this walk. You got to fight. And, 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 and you are a winner when you know I'm still standing in spite of. And right. so don't give up. It's like when you get knocked down, you get right back up and, and start over again. A lot of times I think with us, we feel like if we mess up in life or that we can't, he's not going to forgive us or it's just not going to happen. So I might as well just stay and keep doing it. No, brush yourself off, get up and start over because he let us know that's why he died for us. That's right. So when he died for us, he died for the sins for us. Mm-hmm. And when he, when he died for our sins, that gave us a chance to go back and do this work and do it right. And even if we fail, he knew we weren't going to be perfect, but he said, letting us go, strive to be perfect. But in striving, he already know what's going to happen. But thank God for his grace that we can get back up and do it all over again because of his love that he has for us. So, again, again, this is why it's so important that we cling and hang on to those that we know is strong and that's going to give us good word to get us through what we need to get through. Amen. Careful, it's important who we hear, who we listen to. <laughs> That's right. 
one person he will. on a different, a whole different path. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And That's I love right, because this you know, uh, Ruth's story, you know, ended just proclaim how she is a part of, you know, the lineage of Jesus. Yeah. You know, her decision, her decision to follow Christ and to follow God after the God of her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. So, it ended. It landed her in the lineage of, of Christ. And so, you know, like you alluded to earlier about the blueprint, God has a has a blueprint, a definite plan for our lives, and and um, it'll be worth it as we follow Him. <laughs> and that's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you look at it, a lot of times it's not, you know when you follow something else or you feel like this is your God. I think God set an example, and even with all the different parables he put out there, he put that out there to show us that there is choices. Mm -hmm. And those he put out there to show us the way, then it's a decision that we have to make. We have to recognize what's right from wrong. And this, and the only way we're going to know this by reading his word. And if we don't read the word, we're not going to recognize truth. And I think that's how Ruth's eyes got open to a lot of things, even though she was a Moabite, you know what I'm saying? And now she comes, you know, and like I said, there, there was a light, and that's how God wanted us to be a light so somebody can see a difference in us. And when people see a difference in us and see something in us, that's an energy that they want to pull to and mm-hmm. and learn from and eat. But they say they can be they can come and eat from your table and get that spiritual not just eat the natural food, but they can sit at your table as well and get that spiritual word. Amen. And when this when they see that get that spiritual word, that spiritual word is so oh God wholesome and it's so powerful that it will make you so hungry, what it says, hunger and thirst after righteousness, it'll make you want some more. Tell me more. Tell me more. And, you know, it's like when you get to that point in your walk with him, you're going to strive, and and that's where you're going to aim to towards that person that is strong versus the person that is weak because you don't want to keep being pulled another direction. And I think that's how Ruth was. She wasn't pulled to that other direction, but she she decided to be pulled to another direction where her eyes and was going to be open to some things she never thought she was going to see and see and see what was going to happen in her life and how God was going to really pour His blessing down on her. Mhm. So good. <laughs> so good. The lessons we learned from Ruth. Mhm. Amen. Well, I thank you so much uh, again, Diane, just for being on the podcast and, like I said, just sharing your wisdom. Just I've enjoyed listening just as you share from your wisdom, just hear what God has placed within you. And um, I know many will be blessed as they listen. But as we close, I want, um, I would love for you to just pray. Pray, um, whatever God places on your heart, and um, and we'll close out. 
Okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for all things. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O oh God, for this podcast oh, tonight, O oh God. We thank you for blessing Sister Joan, uh, having the mind to want to put this together and to reach others. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. Lord, we just want to thank you for all things. And, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Continue to bless us, O oh God. Continue to strengthen us, O oh God. Continue to give us the mind to want to serve you, O oh God, to want to walk with you, want to learn more about you. And, Lord, we're just asking you to continue to strengthen women all throughout this world. And, Lord, we're just asking you to help us to continue to hold our heads up, continue to bless everything that Sister Jones touches, oh, God. Continue to strengthen her. Continue to strengthen her heart, her mind, oh, God. Pour your spirit down in her, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. And, Lord, we're just asking you, O oh God, to continue to pour down in our spirit, O oh God. Continue to look, to give us the strength, O oh God, to share with others. And we just want to thank you, O oh God, for all things. We thank you for the strength that you have given us. We thank you, O oh God, for your power. We thank you, O oh God, for all that you have done for us. Oh, God, we just want to thank you again. We ask you, oh, God, for your continual protection and covering in your name, oh, God. We just want to thank you, and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you again for listening to another She Prays and Believes podcast episode. It is my desire and purpose to point people to God. The Father truly desires relationship with each and every one of us. For more inspiration and encouragement, follow me on social media at LLC, Facebook, ShePrays.SheBelieves, Instagram, and ShePraysAndBelieves, YouTube. Until next time, remember... This is life eternal, that we might know him and his son whom he has sent.